Hello once again, everybody. It's an episode of the That's a Shame podcast. I'm your host, Nick Alex. I think it's episode number fucking two away from a hundred. That's a lot of times that I've done this. And uh, I'm going to keep doing it. It's enjoyable. It's fun. You guys seem to enjoy it also. I'm getting something out of it. Not money, but I'm getting something out of it. And it's uh, it's a worthwhile endeavor. I um, This one's a little late because I, I was in Austin doing some shiz. And um, I flew Spirit back. I was supposed to get back in time to record a podcast and get it out right when it was supposed to be out. But um, I don't know if you've ever flown Spirit Airlines. Not not a good airline. I, uh, you know, their slogan should be Spirit. Because we'll break the one that you have on your way to getting to where you're going. Got delayed, I mean, five separate times. Finally got on the plane, got delayed some more because it needed to be fueled. Who could have seen that coming, right? Who would have known a plane needed fuel on its way across half of the country? And then when the fuel finally showed up, it started downpouring, pouring, just a monsoon. And I believe it was the first time it it rained in Texas in like 45 days. So, you know, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel like luck is on my side. Hopefully it means good luck is coming in another area. Like, you know, hopefully the area in which um, I'm bringing life into this planet because I've been worried about it. My wife is still taking antibiotics for Lyme's disease. She may or may not have. We don't know. I don't have it. I tested Nagy. The dogs tested Nagy. She never had a bite, a rash. We didn't find one on her, but fuck it. Give her the pills. It's comforting watching this uh, Dahmer series and having the entire... (laughs) serialized killing on the hands of a mother taking pills she didn't need to be taken. Oh, that's wonderful for me. Obviously, there were more aggressive pills for other shit that's been studied less than amoxicillin. Is the whole moral behind this Dahmer series that the anesthesia business needs to be uh, questioned a little bit? That's what the dad kept saying. He wasn't right after the anesthesia. He had hernia, hernia surgery or something. He hasn't been the same since the anesthesia. Well, add that to the list of things I won't fucking do ever again. Uh, but yeah, I was in Austin, did some shows. It was good time. I enjoyed the city. I don't really have, you know, much, too many negative things to say. I will say it was tough. I wish I could have explored it more, but it's a tough city to get around. It's so, it's large, but not in like a good way. It's, it's, it's big, but it's all spaced out. And in amongst the big is just vapid wastelands of nothing, nothing you need to see, nothing you need to experience. It just takes you a fucking $22 Uber ride to get to the next little pocket of town that's worth exploring. That was the thing that bugged me a little bit, but you did, you had good food. I think I did the Texas or at least Austin experience. I went, I got some barbecue, not from Franklin's because I'm not, you know, Based on what I've heard, the line, it's it's insane and you can get food as good elsewhere. We went to some place called Mickle, Micklethwaite or something and it was fucking good. It, was, it tasted nice and then I went back to the hotel and I unloaded. I thought I was feeling good. I was like, fuck, maybe it's, you know, I was good quality meat, quality meat. The seasonings weren't going to fuck me up too bad, yada, yada, yada. Fire hose the toilet. 
Um, but I don't regret it. You got to, you know, you got to do. That's the thing about it. you're going to eat and be healthy and strict the way that I am. You also got to live a little bit. I'd say like an 85-15 method. When you're in a place and the thing is special, you give it a go. If I can get the best barbecue I can possibly fucking have in this country, I'm going to do it because I'm not a psycho. Yeah, I'll fucking Hiroshima a toilet, but whatever. It tasted good going in. Then I went to Whole Foods, got some fruit. Offset some of the damage I did with that, possibly. I don't know how it really works. Um, the show was great. Cap City Comedy Club was good. Shout out to you guys that came to the show. You had some good spots, some coffee spots that, uh, you know, I enjoyed. I went into an infrared sauna spot. That was nice. I'm a big sauna guy now. I'm getting one. I'm building one on the fucking property for sure because, uh, you know, I'm going to have to build it because I can't afford it, I don't think. Where it's easy. It's very easy to go over your budget when you're demoing and renovating a house. Did you know? Everything costs a lot of money, especially right now. I think we could be doing all of this wrong. I think uh, I know we got a great deal on what we bought because we got it from a semi-racist dude who decided to list 40 acres of, of property for sale by owner on Street Easy, which is a wild thing to do. Um, but we're doing it and uh, it's underway and we'll see if uh, once everything's done, if we just have to sell it immediately because we can't pay our bills. Hopefully I'll just be on the road making money soon because, you know, I got following. I got a following, and you guys are going to buy tickets, right, when I list this tour? Oh, if, I, if, if the tickets don't sell, if the tickets don't sell, my final video on Instagram might be me hanging from a fucking pipe by a mic cord. Um, but no, that's not going to happen. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, so Austin was cool. Um, I watched. I was in a cafe trying to kill time. Um, on the way to my seventh delay that happened from spirit. And I watched a, uh, you know, I always look, I would see, I notice people now who have babies with them because that's about to be me and I'll keep an eye on them and see how they're doing things. And, uh, this one, this, this one, uh, you know, tandem, I guess, parent couple, um, I watched their small Indian child fall headfirst out of their stroller onto the, uh, floor of a cafe, like hard. Hard, cried, cry like normally babies cry when they don't need to cry. This one deserved to cry. I would have, I would have cried if I hit the floor in the matter in which this kid hit. And I was just looking at him like, all right, that's a thing that'll be on my mind now. And hopefully I avoid, and I now know not to do, drop my kid square on his head from a height that's twice the size of his body. Oh boy, that was, I mean, I don't know what's worse in that moment. You're worried about your kid's health and safety or just the embarrassment. You feel, I mean, I've dropped my fucking small chihuahua on his head a couple of times because he's a squirmer and the shame I felt after that. And nobody even saw that. Imagine dropping your kid on their head in a fucking coffee shop full of people. And it's like, you think for a second, oh, fuck, I hope nobody saw that. And then his, the kid is basically just an, an alarm. Letting everybody know, hey, got a father failing over here. Everybody take a look at my failure of a father. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully, uh, I mean, the kid was probably, I'm, you know, I'm not good with ages on children. I'm not good with ages on anybody anymore. I'm just, I'm in the city looking at women and I'm like, you could be 17, you could be 25. I don't fucking know anymore. And that's why I'm happy I'm married because that could be a world of trouble. But same thing with babies. I could, you could be one to like 
six and I can't really tell. Just because the, the sizes of these kids vary dramatically. What is it? What gets these kids big? Is it the growth hormone riddled milk? Maybe I'll give it to him. Uh, yes, that kid fucking bashed his head. Um, Austin was cool. I'm hoping to see more. If they, you know, I want to go down there, maybe rent a car next time. Do something that I can. I didn't get to see any of the nature of Texas. That was what was good about Portland. I, I saw the city and I saw the nature, but it was all walkable. Austin, it wasn't walkable. And I was just at the mercy of a fucking Uber. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I also went upstate this past week because it was my girl's birthday. And I got a little Airbnb and we chilled and we went um, we went to this place called the Phoenicia Diner, which is this very famous diner in um, Phoenicia, New York. And it's very good. It's a little overhyped. We went one other time prior and it was much better the first time. I think maybe they lost their way because this shit, it was actually very underwhelming. But um, something that bothered me. I usually, if I'm at a restaurant, you know, and they got a good selection, I'm having trouble picking what I want. Something's not really standing out. I like to ask the, opi- the opinion of an employee at the establishment. And they'll usually oblige. This is my favorite thing. Oh, I love this. This is, you know, this is a specialty item right now. We won't have it forever. Maybe you go that way because you can get the other thing at any other time. Just shit like that. So I'm fucking about the order and I'm asking this guy. I ask him, I'm like, do you, is there anything... I'm deciding between the burger and the chicken sandwich. Is there anything that you recommend? You got a favorite thing on the item? And he just goes, I don't really know you, man. I don't know what you're into. I don't know what you like. Going to be tough for me to answer that. Oh, is it, man? Because this is kind of just the job. This is the situation that it's always going to be. You're not ever going to really know the person. And they're going to ask you for your input. And you're just going to look at them like they're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. You are a moron for responding to me in that situation. I don't know what you fucking prefer. I don't know what you're into as a person. Well, I narrowed it down to two pretty specific things. Tell me what you like better of the two. I don't need you to know what I'm into. I know what I'm into. And if I could have made a decision based on that inference and that information, I wouldn't have needed to ask you. But I did ask you. Therefore, that information is impertinent, you prick. Oh, that made me angry. I don't really know you or what you like. That's every scenario that's ever going to be when somebody asks you your opinion on food. And there was a woman standing right next to him as I was asking him, and she was happy to give me an answer. I'm learning. It's, you know, I hate to fucking say it because I'm as pro-man as you can get, but it's, I'm, I'm learning as I get deeper into adulthood and, you know, and, you know, I just... You know, you look for the assistance of other adults, and I'll tell you what, you really, you really want to be dealing with a woman. They're much nicer most of the time. They're more helpful. They're usually more knowledgeable. They're more cordial. And it pains me to say this. There's a fucking a burning in my chest I'm feeling right now. Just, but I mean, do we go to this, um, all this, the, the facility that we go to for my wife and her, uh, you know, all this pregnancy shit, her gynecologist, that office is a strictly all female kind of thing, which is good um, in that area because, you know, 
they're going to know the workings of a vagina and pregnancy much better than a fucking dude can. Also, I go to my, I go to these uh, appointments with my wife. I went to the gynecology appointment for the first time and she, you know, entered my wife while I was in the room. And uh, that is a profession that should belong to strictly women. Not only because they clearly know a vagina better than a man ever could. Also, because if I was in a room and it was a man that did that while I was there, might have stood up and had something to say. I don't know if I would have just been able to sit back and be like, huh, this is kind of like the closest I'll ever be to having a threesome again. It was enjoyable for me with it being a woman. If it was a man, I would have been like, get your fucking hands off my lady. She's pregnant. You fucking nuts. There's also just, I mean, the, the having a kid now, I'm just very, it's an interesting time to have a kid for a lot of reasons. I was talking to my brother-in-law and my brother-in-law was telling me that he was sitting with his son, who is now four, and watching videos from when he was like, you know, one. And his son was laughing at himself. And I'm, I'm curious as to what kind of ramifications that's going to have. On, you know, the adolescence of this new generation. I mean, is it one, it could be good. It could be like, you know, maybe it'll lead to having a more profound memory of your childhood and life in general. That's a cool thing. If you're just able to fucking see it whenever you want more frequently. We used to, I mean, when I was a kid, you had to fucking, you had to go into the closet, pull down the box of fucking VHS tapes, unload it reload it into the fucking VHS, hit play, sit down, wait for it to load. I mean, it was a whole fucking to-do. And now you just pull up a phone, you go to a year, you hit play in an event that you want to watch. Or maybe it's just going to turn kids into just unbearable, uncorrectable narcissists. Just watching yourself from the age of four and enjoying it and being like, I'm funny. And then just never being able to not be in front of a camera again. I think it could be all right in that capacity because you're just watching videos of yourself. You're not posting it and receiving a dopamine rush in terms of, you know, approval through likes and shares and shit like that. But I don't know the accessibility of just being able to watch yourself all the time. You might either grow up to fucking love yourself in an unhealthy way. Or hate yourself in an unhealthy way. Start comparing what you were doing as a kid to what other people are doing as a kid. You're like, oh shit, this is this is all I could do at fucking three years old. My friend was fucking doing math problems. Am I retarded? So that could be a problem. Who knows? You can't think about all this. You're just gonna drive your fucking self insane. The most you can do, the deep the deepest you should go is just, hey, as long as my kid isn't Dahmer. Everything's going to be all right. And even if he is Dahmer, there's still a pretty, you know, substantial bond of love between that father and son. Did it take him getting caught eating the organs of fucking mostly minorities for his dad to realize maybe he didn't do that great of a job? Yes. But still, look, no matter what your kid really does, isn't that crazy? That some dudes just like abandon their kids because they were fucking gay. Meanwhile, you got what's his Mr. Dahmer over here talking about I'll write you every day, son. I failed you. I should have got you help earlier. Give me a hug. 
before you go to jail for 15 consecutive life sentences. I got one episode left in that series. I'm also far less pro-Dahmer now. I mean, I was never really pro-Dahmer, but I, I was feeling for him a little bit. But that's 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 waned as the series has gone on. Um, an interesting thing, thing that's happened, though, since I've started watching this Dahmer series is <laughs> anytime I'm out now and I encounter a gay black man in the wild, my first thought is just always, fuck, if you were in Milwaukee in 91, you might have been in a little bit of trouble. Um, uh, I should probably, I need to just start reading books. I think stop watching movies and TikToks and Instagrams. God, I spend so much time on social media, but it's not in a way of like, I want to be entertained. I'm like studying it to try and fucking continue to flourish and be able to sell tickets and provide for my kid. Cause it's getting dicey right now. It's getting real fucking close to this kid being birthed and I'm making nothing. Uh, <laughs> I need some money. I need some money. That'll bring me peace and relaxation, I think. A specific thing that's been bringing me, that brought me joy the other day. Dude, I, I, there's few things in life make me laugh harder than like out of shape grown men getting injured. Like clearly out of their prime adult men continuing to play a sport and then paying the price. And then having to go to work in like a knee brace while they rehab their ACL and do accounting. That's, that is so funny to me. One of my wife's friend's brothers was telling me a story about how he was in a softball league and they were in the championship game. And uh, I think it was like the bottom of the ninth. He fucking ripped. He ripped the base hit. He's trying to leg out a double. He takes off after he makes contact and just the back of his leg fucking blows out and he collapses to the floor on his way to first. And he's army crawling to first to try and get there safe. And he gets there and then he crawls off to the side and just starts vomiting because of the amount of pain he was in from blowing out his Achilles at a mid, as a mid-30s man who probably drinks a little bit too much and is in no way, shape, or form ready to bust out of the box in a full sprint. And I was laughing in his face as he told me this story. It's just so funny. Anytime that Tom Segura getting hurt, that fucking video of his him taking off and his patella blowing out and landing on his arm and shattering it. If you have not seen that, I mean, oh, so funny. One of my favorite, favorite fucking viral videos is just this dude. This guy was a little bit younger, but still, you know, mid-20s probably going streaking, about to run across like this uh, lit up tennis court while these people were playing tennis. And he's just in a full sprint. And he doesn't see it, but the whole court is lined in like a, a plexiglass with like a plexiglass fucking wall and he just bounces off of it and hits the ground in your ears. Buddy in the back laughing. Oh, that shit. That shit. That's the kind of shit that gets me fucking going. Oh, man. But please rate and review this podcast if you have not. I appreciate all the new listeners going over to my website. Fill out the contact form. Let me know what city you're in and I'll be coming to you soon. Um... Thank you again, everybody from the bottom of my heart, the following, the sharing, the support from day one. I think we're off the ground floor, everybody. We are off the ground floor. You got me there. You got me there. We're fucking hovering and we're building rapidly. So it's good. It's cool. Um, I love you. Stay safe. Take care, everybody. Arrivederci.
Thank you.